0: If you want to survive the night to the VHS Vault Podcast. I am Owen Brand.
1: And I'm Katie Cadaver.
0: And today we are here to uh, have a discussion about a movie, right? We're going to talk about a movie and we're going to l- watch it. We've watched it. We're going to break it down for you and um, have a little bit of fun talking about this movie. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Well, this was the one that we came to um, from our selection episode. <laughs> this was our final pick, Buy Omega. A.K.A. Beyond the Darkness, A.K.A. Buried Alive, so on and so forth. Um, Joe D'Amato's 1979 film that I freaking love a whole lot.
0: Mm-hmm. It's uh, <clears throat> It's almost got more names than it has characters in it.
1: Well, that's an Italian film for you.
0: Yeah. And uh, I think, if I, if I remember right, I may be mistaken, the uh, guy, Joe D'Amato, is not his actual name? Nope.
1: His real name is Aristide Massaccesi.
0: And didn't he use different uh, pseudonyms of his for different um, parts of this movie? Like he would say, directed by Joe D'Amato, but then like the producer was his other name.
1: Yeah, if you if you look in the credits, I do believe that that is the. And we don't have that on YouTube. This movie was incredibly hard to find on YouTube these days. This
0: movie is really hard to find.
1: Yeah, it wasn't so hard to find a few years back. Um, When I first (laughs) discovered it, I watched it on YouTube for the first time, and it was easy to find. There were several copies. There was one that had some extras on the back end. I have the Severn Blu-ray, so I have all those extras, um, but somebody doesn't have Blu-ray players, so...
0: No, if it's... um if it's not VHS, it doesn't really count.
1: Yeah, that's uh, what I hear. I guess Or
0: film, I, I love some eight millimeter and sixteen yeah,
1: millimeter films. Yeah, unfortunately, those those extras, you know, didn't make it on the
0: eight millimeter copy. So no, I mean they were probably filmed <laughs> on it. Is what I'm saying. Well, I don't have that, and neither do you. So. I do not. So uh, when was when does this movie come out? Seventy nine. Okay,
1: and it's pretty pretty nineteen seventy nine.
0: You know, yeah. it, as far as
1: uh, horror films go, as far as Italian films go, yeah, And very seventy nine. Which I like And I think you kind of said that That's not always what you like
0: Well, it, it, it depends There's There was movies in the 70s I loved Didn't uh, the original Halloween come out in 79? It
1: came out in 78, I 78.
0: Believe, yeah So I like that But th- there's, a, there's a certain visual aesthetic To a lot of late 70s European horror movies mm-hmm. That just sort of leaves me flat And it's that washed out pastel look
1: Yeah, I kind of like that It's old, old yeah. timey
0: I mean, it. you know, it's... Um, it just has its thing, and I I think the reason that it kind of bothers me is that I associate it so much with movies that just had long, drawn out, boring plots. That yeah, you
1: know, to, that's fair. That's fair. Because I think
0: a lot, back then, I think that you know people people had longer attention spans. Well, the and 70s. it's
1: European, and we're American, and we we don't have patience for shit around right. here. But, so, but
0: this movie was while it had that look, it did not have it. Didn't it? Did not leave me. Think, oh, I, I was thinking something very different when I walked into this movie.
1: Good, because. Um, it, this movie's been referred to as like a spaghetti splatter flick and uh, as a spaghetti western fan I wanted to get your take on that
0: <clears throat> I think that's interesting I am a avid spaghetti western fan and if I showed you my spaghetti western VHS collection you would probably never come back thinking that you're you are associated with some sort of a obsessive maniac.
1: I hope you're not talking to me because I already know that.
0: Okay, you already know that. Good. (laughs) Well, yes. So I love spaghetti westerns and um, typically the spaghetti western movies that I'm into were filmed in the mid-60s. Fair. So very different sort of aesthetic. Now there were some spaghetti westerns that came out in the late 70s. Um, The Great Silence is one that I can think of. There were some um, Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill movies that were spaghetti westerns that came out in the late 70s that were good. They were comedies but they were still good. But um, you know, for me, I think the spaghetti Western genre's height was in the mid to late sixties. And I think that the horror that came out in, in Italy, I am not as familiar with, I do know, obviously Fulci is one of my guys, uh, for the zombie movie, but, yes. um, but anyway, there's there was some good stuff about Italian horror and, you know, a lot more about it than I do.
1: Well, and it's still something that I'm exploring, especially Joe D'Amato as a director. Um, we've talked about a little briefly his other film, uh, Anthropophagus, that's most popular. He has directed many films, um, but it's another horror film that has a little bit of popularity in the, you know, the, among the cult horror fans, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. Um, You know, he mostly did like erotic films, adult films, you know, erotic horror, which is right up my alley, to be quite honest. And I have not, you know, done any digging to really find these films and watch them. Um, But I would absolutely love to because that's, yeah, like I said, it's right up my alley. And, you know, I didn't know about this film until, I don't know, 2018, I discovered it. So, you know, there's a lot more for me to investigate there with Joe D'Amato as a director. Um what the heck? The uh, the one that I really wanted to see, I'm trying to find the uh, title of it here now. It's like um, Living Erotic Dead or something. I
0: forgot. Hmm, interesting. I got to find it. <coughs> well, <clears throat> while you're looking for that, I would like to read the IMDb summary for this oh, movie. Oh, yes, please do. Actually, there are two summaries. They are both very different, but both uh, accurate. <clears throat> so I'm going to read them right now. The first summary says, A disturbed young taxidermist exhumes his recently deceased girlfriend brings her body to his family villa and proceeds to embalm her corpse with help from his strange housekeeper. But his bouts of insanity are just beginning. So that's the first one. Okay. Here's the second one. <clears throat> A young rich orphan loses his fiance to voodoo doll mischief mm. on the part of his housekeeper who's jealous of his attentions. He digs his girlfriend up, cleans her out, stuffs her and puts her in bed at the mansion. Following this, he tries out And disposes of a series of young maidens trying to find the right replacement for her. And the disapproving housekeeper helps him with the disposals. I like that one better. I think both of them are good. I think the second one, though, um, hits a nail on the head for me.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Well, um, so what I would like to do uh, is just as we normally do with these is we'll just sort of start at the top and talk about some different things in this movie. Um, We'll go down the line here and chat about uh, what we remember uh, what we took note of Thinking that something May have been Potentially substantial For us to talk about And just sort of Give you the highlights And lowlights And things like that There and, are no lowlights Come on Well <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about that Specifically yeah, um, You know I love this movie I, You do love this movie And I also love This, main, this movie as well Do
1: you so. really love it wow, Like what was Your first impression Just let me hear that
0: Okay so my first impression Was that this This movie um, Did not have the Aesthetic that I was Looking for In a horror movie To watch that day Um, and then as it started to unfold, I started to see that there was more, um, psychological stuff going on that was immediately palatable and not something that had to be experienced over a length of a two hour movie to get, you know, to get your suspense level up. Mm -hmm. That's what I hate is those slow burns from the late seventies that just take forever. This one got you in suspense quickly and kept you engaged. And I, and I really appreciated that. And it kept me engaged all the way through the end. Nice. So, um, Frank is our main character. Um, and uh, we get to see Frank. The, the first thing that we see is him loading boxes into a red van. And there's
1: Frank is a taxidermist.
0: Yeah, he is. He's a
1: rich boy and a taxidermist.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and we, we don't know what's in these boxes just yet. But we will know very soon. So this at the beginning, one of the things I like about this, and, and maybe you can talk about the style a little bit. But what I loved about the beginning of this is that they would cut back and forth between two seemingly disparate stories. Yeah. And this happens immediately at the beginning of the movie, which kind of puts you in a position where you're having to split your your focus up in your brain a little bit. And I, th- this, I think this was intentional from the director, but it goes from him loading boxes to a, a voodoo doll with a picture of a young couple. Yeah. Um,
1: well, it's setting us up right yes. for for our conflict, which Absolutely. is you know, we get to know Frank a little bit in his dealings, what he's up to, and then this whole voodoo situation sets us up for the issue, which is um, his fiance falling ill. And and it just so happens to coincide with this visit to the voodoo priestess or whatever by his uh, um, housekeeper, Iris.
0: Right. And we're going to meet Iris in in full force here in a little bit. And she's a she's an interesting character, I I think. Of all the characters that we've watched in movies recently, as we've been watching a lot of movies together, I think she stands out to me as one of the most disturbing.
1: She definitely is. And the funny thing is that the actress that played her kind of came on late. Like there there was a different actress that was supposed to do the role and she dropped off and this woman came on uh, late in the game, didn't even read the script (laughs) and just kind of jumped into this role. So I think she did an amazing job
0: yeah um, and I and I think that she I think she portrayed exactly what the director wanted her to, to portray there so um, so yeah so we we get to this point here where it's uh, We're seeing these things flash kind of back and forth here And then we see a woman in life support in the hospital Which is what you were talking about there
1: Yeah, that's Anna, that's our our Fiance of our main character, Frank And she has fallen ill, and I believe She just wants to make love to him Mm -hmm. One more, or once, even Maybe, I think she was even a virgin, who
0: knows But she wants to get Dick down before she goes Right, and I think that he Initially was like, oh, you're not gonna You're not gonna die.
1: Yeah, like, death will never Separate us, or whatever, and that's our little Easter egg right there. And
0: I think that he changed his Mind on that
1: well I, I mean
0: he, he I, I think that he Changed his mind on not Dicking her down is what I'm trying well to say. yeah that part That part <laughs> might be a Little late but yeah, um, I mean. we will Get to that <laughs> uh, so yeah so um, Unfortunately she starts To fall very ill he ends Up going to the hospital To see her um, she uh, ends up
1: Dying he, as soon as he Kisses her yeah he kisses Her <laughs> she dies that's
0: it And then he says death Cannot separate us and Then that's you know like that's where it is. So um, we find out right after that that Iris was the maid and the housekeeper of the of the house, and she was the one doing the voodoo. Um, and she is trying to um,
1: console him in his grief,
0: console him,
1: and also provide her sweet motherly mm. tittus. <laughs>
0: Do you want to you want to um, lay this one out here, or are you, you don't need my help on so, this?
1: Right? So <clears throat> that's the thing I love about this movie is that it is um, so creatively uh, sexual and disturbing simultaneously. Yeah. And anybody who's seen my burlesque is familiar. Uh, when I do horror burlesque, I I love to combine disgusting and sexy together. Yeah. And I think this movie does a good job of that, which is why I. I I like it. And, um, as soon as I saw this scene, the first time I watched this movie, uh, basically she's, she's an older woman, at least probably 15 years older than him. Yeah. Um, and she takes on this sort of motherly role, but also A she, sexual role. yeah, it's, it's, there's an Oedipus complex happening in this, you know, arrangement here. And he leans into it just as much as she does. Yeah. Um, but in this scene, you know, as she's consoling him, uh, they sort of have a moment the two of them <laughs> a
0: moment is a good way to put that
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, she uh exposes her left uh left breasticle there she and
1: does and puts
0: his face in there yeah, and he just has a
1: little suckle in there yeah. he just you know it's um it's kinky
0: this was the first WTF <laughs> moment for me in this movie there are several <laughs> WTF moments in this movie this is the first one uh, and that
1: was the moment where I'm like, yep, I'm in.
0: Yeah. I'm in. It was uh, quite interesting. And,
1: you know, hats off to Joe D'Amato, who directs porn movies, you know, like throw a little of that in there. You know what you're doing.
0: Do, some, do something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, following this, the next scene that we come to is at um, Anna's funeral. And this scene was uh, this was sort of intriguing for me because this this sent me down a path that was the wrong path. And I'm, uh-huh. I'll, I'll explain this here in a second. So this movie has different, this movie has different titles, right? Yeah. Buya Omega, um, it has Beyond the Darkness and it has Buried Alive, right? Yeah. So when he, um, when he comes up to her and injects her in the neck with yes. something, yes. right? At the funeral, when they're getting ready to bury her in the ground, he mm-hmm. injects her in the neck with something. I thought this was going to, we were going to have a reanimator or pet mm-hmm. cemetery type thing going on here. Right. Um, but that's not, that's not where we went. Um, so, but what happens is that she gets buried and then <clears throat> shortly well, after and he gets
1: spotted doing this, he does. by the way, which is an important little plot point
0: there. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> Somebody sees him do this, this dude, this inspector dude, this inspector dude.
1: Yeah. That's what I call him. Cause I don't know. He has a name, but I think it's only in the credits. I don't think we
0: ever hear it. And I don't know that he's an official. I think he's just, I don't
1: think he is, uh, but I call him inspector dude,
0: maybe private eye something inspector dude, inspector dude works for me. Yep. <clears throat> so that night, um, That night, he uh, returns to the graveyard.
1: Yeah, and I think that stuff he was putting in her was to keep her limber.
0: Yeah, like to keep uh, rigor mortis away Uh or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. So he digs her up and... it's interesting because there's not even any dirt on the flowers. There's, <laughs> the flowers are just pristine on top of this coffin. Look, after he dies, de-
1: <laughs> minor details that do not need to be paid any mind.
0: I'm not, you know. Hey, <laughs> I, I like redneck zombies, so I'm not the guy to, you know. I'm not talking trash. I just think it's fun. That's just the fun part. For me. So he lifts her out and he puts her in the back of his red van.
1: He and sure does. Yeah,
0: so we're. I want to play a little clip here of this part, and we can kind of talk through it. I'll try to splice some video in here, and hopefully it doesn't get copyright claimed or anything like that. But we'll Shut try don't to... Don't say it. Knock on wood now. Smarker, mackerel. I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll uh, scramble it. Scramble that coming <laughs> out. Smarker, mackerel. Anyway, let's see here. Here is the clip, if I'm not mistaken. So Frank, our guy, is grabbing the... the uh, Got a shovel. Got He's sh-
1: ready to do some
0: digging. Going to do some digging. I, I love this soundtrack. Can we just take a moment? Yes, for, please. Just, hey man, hats off to the gob to the goblins. Oh
1: yeah, no. <laughs> That's a little piece of trivia. Hats the off the misspelling, misnaming of the band. Yeah, Goblin. I love everything they do. This is this is also post Claudio Simonetti, so it's a different version of Goblin than we get in S- Suspiria and Deep Red, but still. Very good in my opinion
0: Yeah Did you say you have this uh, Soundtrack on vinyl? I do (sighs) It's a good one to have
1: It's, yeah I have it on CD as well It came with the Blu-ray It's also on my Spotify And the CD happens to be In my car as we speak It's an easy one for me To listen
0: on a loop So he's prying this coffin open After digging it up
1: Dirt on the flowers.
0: No, <laughs> no dirt on the flowers. <clears throat> so yeah, what, what you—I think what you're seeing here, this, well, the reason I wanted to play this little clip and talk about it is that this is the first moment that this whole thing becomes extremely macabre. You know, to this point, it was a little bit weird and a little bit kitschy, but at this point, for me, it got very macabre, and I and I, my my mood shifted a little bit.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, he's digging up a dead body. Yeah.
0: And There's no doubt about it. he just picks her up, throws her over his shoulder, and takes her to the van, puts her in.
1: Yeah, my love. Let's go.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> once he gets her in the van, he goes for a little ride. He's heading back home, isn't he?
1: He is. And, uh, boy, does he encounter some some things on the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, So he throws her in the back and this is a part that we get a little suspense. You know, her hand is kind of like up against the window. You can see it's like, oh, it's going to be visible or whatever. And he ends up getting a flat tire Mm -hmm. like as he's passing a hitchhiker. Yeah. And we got to talk about the hitchhiker for a second because she's probably my favorite character in this movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, and I've said this before on record, I'll say it one more time. If ever a remake is made of this movie, I would like to play the role of the hitchhiker. Pretty please.
0: The role of the hitchhiker.
1: Yes. Yes. I would enjoy that. Her name is. I don't know. Jan. Jan. That's right.
0: And she is from England, right? She sounds in British anyway. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, she's a smoker. She's, she does smoke the weeds
1: She bring, she offers it to Frank But he's not into it So we gotta talk about How she gets in the van though See so he gets the flat tire he Gets
0: the flat tire And then he's fixing his, his flat and, and then the, the cops. cops Roll yeah. up And he's like
1: No I'm good And they're like Cool white privilege And they drive away And he's not touched at all <laughs> No Right The cops don't even bother him And he gets in the van And then she's in there Like uh, Cause he wouldn't pick her up When he passed
0: her Yeah he didn't he, So this is uh, Oh man it's, it's funny So anyway The clip I have queued up right now Is right when he's getting finished Fixing up his car He's about to get in the front seat and discover that he's not alone so here we go let's see how this looks and the cops have already left he's just pulling the jack down now i think he's done
1: that was a fast tire change too no big deal dead no. body in the
0: back we good. good oh no actually this is the beginning of it technical yeah so here's seats. the cops coming by the cops drive by there Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's done. He closes up the trunk of the car, and then uh, he goes to get in the front seat here.
1: Hi. <laughs> you afraid? You really look uptight. Sorry to climb in like that, but I was getting
0: tired holding the thumb out all night. My name's Dan from London. You can tell me your name? What do you want? Ain't it obvious? The lift. Oh, come on, eh? Hey, please. She is a, She's a Star Wars a character man.
1: She's a She knows what she needs To get going on here That's why I like her She's not fucking around She's like let's go And I'm gonna smoke weed In your van
0: Yeah <laughs> Yes. To me, this looks like really shitty tobacco that she's trying to roll <laughs> well, up here. Well, it's weed, man. Come on. that's supposed to be. Okay, so yeah, here's this is it. So she's sitting in the passenger seat, and the girl in the back seat, her hand is laid up against the okay, go window going slow. from the back of the truck this to the fr- to the cab. Go. Yes. And her, her hand's going to flop out here in a minute and land on an old girl's shoulder, or close to.
1: The suspense.
0: To. Rolling that joint. She doesn't look like she's done that very many times.
1: She's got it. Don't worry about it. I've been hitchhiking for three months now. I always say it's the best way for a person to get to know a foreign country. Hitchhiking through a foreign country—that sounds safe. Yeah, it's not super a horror, safe. Horror movie in the making. No, there's, at nothing, all. there's nothing wrong there. And this stuff's got to be an in indica because she passes out pretty quick after she <laughs> takes you a few it? hits of this shit. No. <laughs> He's not interested. How many times that's been my scenario? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not 100% sure that um, what that they even had weed that strong back in 1979, man. I
1: don't
0: know. Oh, yeah. So here's the hand popping out right here. This is so epic. It's, a wh- it's now perfectly white. Like yes. Ash white hand. She did. And he's like,
1: oh shit Have
0: you ever seen the, the old horror movie, The Crawling Hand? Uh uh-uh. uh That's exactly what it looks like I have that on VHS too We can I watch that one do he has to put it back he's there He's like, Whoopsie. He's playing it totally cool
1: Yeah No expression
0: And he's taking her somewhere, isn't he?
1: Oh, well, he's just going home She's about to pass out now
0: Yeah So he's taking her home and he has to do a couple of things when he gets there. The first thing he needs to do is unload his, his dead wife. Right?
1: What a dummy, by the way. Like, you couldn't find another place to drop this bitch off? You just want to bring her with you.
0: <laughs> maybe he intended to. Maybe this was, maybe he wanted uh, another victim. Well, huh? that's
1: the thing, because we don't necessarily know that dude is crazy. Because he hasn't no. killed anybody. He's just digged up dug up a dead body. Right. So
0: yeah so I guess if we don't have that indication this could just be his first introduction into it right
1: Yeah and and I mean we we could wax about that for a minute like sure. what what's he what's going on like has now is the voodoo um curse been put on him too is he just a dude that's like he was headed this direction anyways i mean wasn't didn't Jeffrey Dahmer do taxidermy like you know is yeah. that just an indication norman bates was a taxidermist i mean yeah and are... s-
0: speaking of norman bates i got a whole lot of psycho, psycho par- vibes watching yeah. this. Yeah. yeah
1: there's a lot of parallels there for sure
0: we got a lot of psycho vibes watching this movie but it was it's not that it's <clears throat> not it's, it's not close enough for me to feel like this is an italian ripoff of psycho because it's not it's no, totally no. its own thing but it gave me the same kind of fear, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. It gave me that mm-hmm. same kind of anxiety watching it.
1: Right, right. I mean,
0: you know us. We just love introducing anxiety into our lives while we watch movies. <laughs>
1: Why not? I Who mean, wouldn't? I live such a chill life outside of that. <laughs> I can afford it
0: for sure. <laughs> so we get we get back to the house, and um,
1: we... yeah, Frank's got some work ahead of him here. <sighs> so he's going to let the hitchhiker sleep in the van oh, uh, while he unloads Anna and, and gets to work. In this scene here.
0: This is difficult. Uh, It's amazing. It's probably the best scene of the movie. It probably is the best scene of the movie. Mm -hmm. Not to take anything away from the rest of it, but this, I think this is, you know, maybe it's not the best scene, but because it was the first real legitimate freak out scene that I saw, it, it impacted me heavily. So I think it's, I think there's really great stuff later in the movie too, but I think this one specifically is what drew me in.
1: It sets the tone for the gore. Yeah. And, and the, you know, the level of, what we're dealing with here, you know, because he, he gets pretty crazy pretty quick.
0: Yeah. So we're going to cue this up and play a little clip here. Um, he does a little bit of taxidermy. He sure does. And uh, on the body of his dead wife. I'm having a hard time getting this queued up to the right spot. <clears throat> here we go. And play. So this is...
1: He's got his whole workshop or whatever. He lays her down on the table and he's ready to get to work. This gaping. does not look
0: like a normal taxidermy shop to me. This looks like a when, undertaker shop or something. When was the
1: last time you were at a taxidermy shop?
0: Dude, I lived in the South. Half, I half, believe it. Half I the mean, gas that's why stations asking, and houses when? down there <laughs> are, are, are taxidermy shops uh, on the, the side. S-
1: the Sawyer family? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They make chili
0: and do taxidermy. Can you stuff this squirrel for me? I'm going to get this squirrel up on a while. I got I got hey. me another squirrel up there. i has got to get another dang old taxidermy Little as well. piece
1: of trivia for you. I did take an after-school taxidermy class in seventh grade, and me and my friend James did taxidermy on a squirrel.
0: No kidding.
1: I had to cut its nuts off.
0: It was Ooh. weird.
1: And this one kid brought a skunk and thanked the whole school up. Wow. All right. We got to talk about
0: this. Okay. What
1: we're watching right here. So
0: he is uh, slicing up a freaking body, and this is some extremely good practical effects. Yes. Oh, it is absolutely convincing that he is cutting this body up right they,
1: now. And they're showing the cut. Like, uh, you know, normally that wouldn't be something that would be focused on because it would be hard to get it to look realistic. But here they're <sighs> zooming in close. Wow. And the way that this whole scene is shot for the effects is really really good And the sound is super good And basically this is just Pig skin and like Intestines offal. it's called offal.
0: If, if you listen closely It's like a ASMR <laughs> Listen to the guts being pulled out of her body right now
1: <laughs> Yeah Into the metal pail they go And he's making cuts Through You know th- this is not just Pieces of of innards, oh, he's piled filling, up.
0: filling buckets.
1: You know, we got some membranes that are being cut here, oh and my God. it's a. These are great shots because this is real guts, just the animal guts. Pick, they picked it up at the
0: local butcher. It's brutal. Like this. This is <laughs> such a crazy. He's just filling buckets and cutting parts out and emptying her body. It's just crazy. And
1: all with a straight face. He's pretty calm about it. Now he's got her heart and he's about to just take a bite out of crime right here.
0: Takes her heart out and then eats. Oh, my God, dude.
1: This is where, Okay, I could have followed you, Frank, up to this point. But why you got to be eating her heart, though?
0: Oh, and there's just blood squirting out of the aorta. (laughs) Wow.
1: And he's like making out with it. He's not just biting it like a quick chomp.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Do you need a minute? Do you need a fan?
0: I do actually need a minute. (laughs) Uh, And (laughs) while I take that minute, let's talk briefly about uh, our sponsor for the day, which we don't have, but we are looking for sponsors. (laughs) So if you are a potential sponsor or somebody that would like to uh, sponsor an episode and get a little bit of a commercial Exposure for your business, whatever. Just for let all, us
1: all of our listeners. Yeah, for all the
0: listeners to hear. Let <laughs> us know, and uh, our listeners will become your listeners. So uh, that does it for the. Uh, does it for the uh thing i a bobber.
1: Sponsor break.
0: Yeah, we'll take that sponsor <laughs> break. I'd like to have a real nice sponsor break where we play some music and do the whole thing. We um, could
1: talk about if we could oh what would be Manscaped? Is that what we would talk about? I think
0: everybody does Manscaped. If Manscaped <laughs> actually they had, they spend a lot of money on YouTube advertising with different channels and stuff.
1: Yeah. I actually own one of their
0: eight hey, shavers. If, if they ask us to if they ask us to sponsor one of our shows, I'll be like, hell yeah. Hell I'll be like, yeah.
1: I've used it. And my butthole thanks you. <laughs> thank
0: you, my butthole says thank you. Just kidding. I need to write a song right now. Grab my guitar and write it. So once <laughs> once he gets super involved in this process of degutting and all this stuff, um, something quite unfortunate happens, and that is that Jan wakes up from her marijuana induced slumber she in She does.
1: Van. She does, and she takes a little investigative walk. <sighs> Yeah, it's a bad decision on her part It's not a good thing It's a bad decision
0: So um, I think that kind of uh, when that starts happening and she starts going for this walk This is when we get this scene right here where he puts the tubes in her nose
1: Oh yeah, we can't skip over
0: the um, No, we have to do this part Brains going through the nose with a rubber hose business. So he puts one tube up one nose, attached to a hand pump, and the other tube coming out of the other nostril, going into a bucket.
1: This is where the ASMR comes in. Turn it up real loud. I'm going to turn
0: this up really loud right now so you can hear it. Okay. Yeah. Do that shit. I want you to listen as he starts pumping this. These brains. Even though you might not be able to see right now. Uh-huh. You can imagine. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it, people! Damn it, I will beat the living dog crap out of you, people! Okay, shh, 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 here it comes. He's pumping the tube. <laughs> <laughs> pump. You <laughs> <I> said
0: pump. <laughs>
1: okay, you hear that? The way it's
0: oh god, liquid brains in the chunks. jar. chunks. It's like It's like food poisoning, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god (laughs)
1: Bruh Mm. That's real gross
0: So As he's doing this And doing this Oh my god As he's doing this pumping here Jan is slowly making her way back towards this area
1: I'd like to point out that there's also
0: a thunderstorm
1: happening For effect
0: And now Jan he starts walking towards where he is doing this thing. So, very very disturbing scene that she's about to walk into here.
1: Yeah, she um, she meets her demise in this at this point. Um, yep. When she, instead of just running away and get the fuck out of there, she like runs back and tries to beat him up. And he's like, "You bitch!" And she scratches him, and he um, enacts the immediate revenge immediate. by. Ripping out her fingernails.
0: <laughs> with, with pliers. Yeah,
1: it's, it's not cute. And then he suffocates her and, with a dirty underwear or something, and that's the end of her. He
0: throws her back in his van. Right yeah,
1: because he doesn't know what he's doing. No, he's,
0: he, is, he does not know what he is doing whatsoever. I think Iris is the, uh, the, the brains behind the whole thing. Yeah,
1: I kind of think that, too. You know, She definitely seems to know what to do with a dead body.
0: So once, uh, once she comes back there and gets killed, and the dude kills her, um, puts her in she his van. She gets killed. She gets killed. He puts her in the van. Then we have a dude show up, right? Somebody shows up at the house.
1: Yeah. And isn't that the inspector dude? Is that who comes or is it the taxidermy guy? It I was think?
0: the taxidermy guy, but I oh, think he yeah. was working. He had the inspector he dude in the car He was working
1: with. with yeah. Because yeah, the dude was like, uh, he wanted him to come back and try to get the baboon that he got from him originally and yeah. get it back faster or something. I got a buyer. I need it. And...
0: Yeah. And, and the thing is that that was all set up. That yeah, was it was a, a distraction. That was a setup. So the other dude could come in and look around. Yes. Um, so, anyway, he he opens the door to the van, which is where we think... Which is where yeah, Jan is. Yeah, we think Jan is in there. Yeah, Jan's in the van, right? But when he Jan's opens the door... In the when he opens the door, she's not in she's there. She's
1: not in there because Iris has control issues yeah. and she stepped in.
0: Yep. So, um... Shortly thereafter, we get to a point here where um, they have to dispose of Jan's body.
1: They do, and they find um, a nice creative way to do that, which gives us a really gruesome scene um, with excellent
0: titties. Yeah, we get some tatties.
1: We get some good ones. The yeah. best of the movie, in my some opinion. Good old tatties. I like I like Jan because she's pudgy.
0: Yeah, so Jan <laughs> Jan's pretty dope, um, but th- she's about to be in several pieces. Yeah, um, unfortunately. And Iris is the one that does it and does it with a with, with straight
1: ass face. Straight ass face. Chopping the shit out of her and is like, Yep, I'm just here. The getting blood splattered on her face. She's
0: does not raw dogging that shit. So here we are. There's them tatties. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's too bad she's dead already. She got nice boobs.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so uh, they're in the bathroom here next to the bathtub. Yes. He's putting on a mask. So we can, to, you can tell some stuff's about to go down here. We're he's about up, to get some acid. He's opening a cask of acid. As she's vanished. This dead. was the seventies. <laughs> A
1: lot of bush on all of our. That's was, okay
0: Get some shrubbery That's all right here's A little bit of shrubbery Nothing wrong with that oh, Nothing wrong with shrubbery uh, well, now, now here's the thing She grabs this giant cleaver Off the top of the thing in the bathroom Why do we have a cleaver in the bathroom? She was prepared I'm telling you This bitch knows what she's doing She's done it before Head coming off first <laughs>
1: Yeah You always start with the head, right? <sighs>
0: and then he starts pouring acid into this bathtub but it smells Look at that horrible. head. She just tosses it right in, the, no, right in the acid. No care of splash or anything. No, now, here's my problem it would take at least 50 gallons of acid to even fill that bathtub up halfway. He does not have 50 gallons of acid is in his Is that, that really?
1: Bathtub holds 50 gallons? Yeah. Is
0: it really? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making this up. But I can tell you that that two gallon jug he has right there is not going to fill the bathtub True up.
1: True that, but he's got more than one. I don't know. He does. I, I, don't know. I do know. You'll see them. Later
0: Oh next the arm comes off
1: The bush is next Just hack it Yeah Jeez. Iris is
0: Raw business Arm right into the acid
1: yeah. No splash No splash No it
0: splashed Did it? Yeah, I he, seen it he hasn't swapped out the barrel yet it's-, <laughs> it's bubbling Ooh legs Good lord, this is brutal.
1: Yeah, it's a slow process. You know, we are it's not a quick run-through real fast. We're getting ever, and there's blood splattered everywhere, making a mess.
0: they still pouring out of that same jug of acid, <clears throat> and look at how full that bathtub is. And
1: look that. at how good this blood looks in this movie. There are movies from this time period that does not have blood that looks this good. Yeah. So I just want to point that out. This is no Dawn of the Dead blood here.
0: No, this looks really good.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And that tub is a Bublin.
0: Tublin. (laughs) She's scooping it all up into the... Oh, my God, all the remains. The
1: leftover pieces. Ugh.
0: So gross. Into a dustpan. Just... Oh my God, it's so gross. This,
1: and I just want everybody to take note of how much work this is. What a mess this is making.
0: Yeah. How much work this
1: is. And then when we see other ways that they choose to dispose of bodies, we can compare and contrast.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is definitely a. You know, we
1: get our most iconic visual of the movie coming up right
0: here. Oh, there she is. The skull and the eyeball popping yeah. out, of the, out of the acid. Man. That's that's tough stuff right there. Yes it is. That's a
1: That's a hell of a disposal.
0: Once you've seen this movie, you don't forget these these images, you don't. No. So, um So, um So next after they bury all the leftovers in the backyard. Ugh. Um It's they, dinner time, baby. Iris uh cleans her hands in the kitchen <laughs> and um Put something into some bowls. Now <laughs> She
1: makes some goulash or some slop or something.
0: Now, I got to tell you, of all the scary stuff I saw in this movie, this might have been <laughs> one of the most disturbing images. <laughs> the
1: way she's eaten that shit. It
0: is so... Gross. How
1: effective was that for you after what you just saw, the dismemberment and disposal of a
0: body? and All all those guts. Yeah. And then she's sitting there eating this sloppy stew as as fast and gross as you can with her (laughs) mouth open. Uh Oh, my God. That was sickening. The director did a good job putting you in the place he wanted to put you in, for sure. He wanted you to be disgusted.
1: Yeah, and and the idea was to get you to vomit, or get you to feel like you were going to vomit, so... Yeah. I think we did that there, for sure.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah, so Frank actually gets sick looking at it. He goes out and pukes. Yeah. Um and uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was just normal stew or whether there was some leftovers mm, in there. Or, we
1: don't know. It's never it's never said. But, you know, you can use your yet. imagination there.
0: But once he gets sick, uh, Frank goes back um, to look at Anna in bed. He's always just
1: having those moments where he's staring off into space, feeling all yeah. thoughtful or whatever.
0: <laughs> so Iris walks up behind him and says, don't worry, darling. Iris is here. Yeah. Well, she's going to
1: console him in his grief once again with a sexual um act (laughs) yeah
0: so he's sitting there on the chair looking at uh, looking at uh, anna in the bed while iris is behind him and she unbuckles his belt and um takes his mind off things
1: she sure does (laughs) while
0: he's staring at the dead wife in the bed
1: again i'm into it this is uh
0: (laughs) this is good stuff here um so anyway uh let's let's move on to the collector guy uh so we next see that collector guy who came and and Tried to get him to let them in the house before the guy that was with the private investigator. Right. Um, So what he does is he uh, you can tell that he is sitting in an office and he's paying a private investigator for info on Frank. So he's trying. He can tell now that what we thought was accurate before was that's that's actually true. Right. Uh, Next scene we have is Frank jogging up a hill. Uh, oh, goes, yeah, he
1: yeah. finds his next uh, yeah. Runs into his next lady
0: She's real cute, you know, just a young blonde girl, I guess And she had sprained her ankle And he talks to her and offers to help fix her up At his house Is she blonde? I think she's brunette Is she brunette? I think so well, I, mm, I think, I think
1: can... the chick he picks up at the club is blonde
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that Now, now that you I've say seen that. this movie a couple times You have, no, you're absolutely <laughs> right um, So, yeah, so next scene he um, He takes her back to his house And he fixes her foot up, right?
1: Yeah, uh you had a lot to say about the gauze wrapping
0: or the ace bandage wrap. <laughs> I sure did. This <laughs> look, he wasn't fixing shit, dude. <laughs> he he had like a four inch piece of <laughs> ace bandage and he wrapped it around one time and was like, You're gonna be okay. <laughs> Like, come on, man, come on, bruh. Let's let's you know put put two seconds into figuring out the way an Ace Bandage is supposed to look in a movie that you're trying to fix up a jogger's ankle. I mean, just give me that. That's give me motherfuckers a never bit. done that shit a day in his He's life. He's never. He didn't. Come on, man. Like, I'm not. I'm not that dumb. All right. Sorry
1: to bring that up again. No, no.
0: I, it really bothered me, and thanks for bringing that up because now now my panties are all in a twist. You're getting again. sweaty. I am starting to sweat now. You're right. Ugh. Okay. So we're going to pull up this next scene here. <clears throat> he gets the uh, jogger and after he fixes her foot up.
1: Oh, they're going to get it on. <clears throat>
0: Let's get it on.
1: He, I don't think he's capable of
0: it. I don't know. But he gets there in bed and he starts making out with her. And interestingly in enough. right
1: next to his dead fiancé. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a set of twin beds next to each other. And <clears throat> his dead fiancé is laying in one. And uh, they he's are in the other. trying to get that
1: necrophilia adjacent.
0: Yeah. He's, he wants to. Hmm, so he, you are starting to see him devolve more and more as this movie goes on. Yes, so, we are. Uh, she's going to be laying there under this guy, and eventually look over and see something that uh, disturbs her a little bit. Just a touch. Um, Oops! Too far forward. So, <clears throat> so yeah, they're making out uh, in the bed. He reaches over to the twin bed next to him. And uh, pulls the covers back to expose
1: Yeah, this. he's got to see his boo thing.
0: <laughs> he's got to look at her while he's doing this to this other girl. Mm-hmm. He put those glass eyes in her before, too, so she can look up.
1: Oh, yeah, she looks real lively.
0: So they're making out.
1: See, I told you she was a brunette.
0: You're right. She's a well, dirty blonde, maybe.
1: No, it's called brown. <laughs> I don't know. You're
0: a dirty blonde. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh-oh, she's about to see some yep. shit. She looks over and sees it. Boom. Oh. He's
1: like, no, not today, bitch.
0: He holds her down. He's getting ready to.
1: She bites him. He's like, oh, bitch, you going to bite me? I'll bite you. Takes a big old chunk out of her
0: neck. Rips her esophagus out of and her neck with his teeth.
1: Chunks in his mouth.
0: Good lord. Music on point. Music is on point. So yeah, much blood So much blood And he's swallowing that shit He ain't spitting He's swallowing Oh yeah he's swallowing that uh-huh. He's that's looking what I mean. at me Yeah that's a great That's a great image right there With the, the girl with color in her face With blood all over her yes. lying And then just in the background The girl with no color All white lying on the other bed It's a great image And yeah. then there's Iris
1: Right there to help him Go away. He doesn't want to be around her but she's like, nope, I'm here for you, boo. I'm and now, we, now I
0: have a problem. Uh-oh. Here's my problem. This is, I don't mind telling you how much of a problem I have with this. Okay. Do you know how they dispose of this body? <laughs> I do. Do you? Let me explain to our audience who has not seen this movie yet how yeah. they dispose of this body. <laughs> I'll tell you first that they do not have to drag this body upstairs into the bathroom. They do not no. have to cut it up with a cleaver. They don't. They do not pour it. Uh, 500 million gallons of acid into a bathtub and no. let the body soak up and then have to get themselves covered in guts, Mm-mm. scooping them into buckets to take out to the, the, uh, forest. They sure don't. What do they do with this body?
1: They put it in the oven in the uh, basement and burn the shit out of
0: it. the crematorium, yeah, which is literally in the same room. Pretty much. So. They didn't have to do any of the other stuff with the acid. <laughs> now, all they had to do was put that chick in the crematorium yeah. and it would have been done. So why?
1: Because it wouldn't have been as good a movie.
0: <laughs> it bothers me. Why Like, why didn't they do the crematorium first and then like have it break or something like that? So they had to dispose of the last aspirin acid or something like that? I don't know.
1: You got to ask Joe D'Amato.
0: I don't think he's alive.
1: He's not. He okay. died in 1999. 1999.
0: Sorry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice piece of trivia. Hey, you're welcome. Oh my goodness So Yep Full crematorium They did not do that with gin
1: But that's a cool fucking scene too Because when they put her in there She's and still she, wriggling Well and I See some people think Oh she's still alive And moving around yeah. I think it's the heat Contorting her body It as might be sh- She heats up That's what I think You ever put a like, piece of plastic In yeah, the, the oven the, And, and shrink it Watch mm-hmm. that chick older mm-hmm. room. Even chocolate chip cookies Change shape when they get hot You know Know what I'm saying
0: Yeah girl <clears throat> Um, all so right. she
1: does She does a lot of that
0: And it's gross So next the police come Don't they?
1: They do These dumbass cops Show up And Iris is on Top of her shit
0: She's like, y'all come on in. It's yeah, all good.
1: Yeah, she invites him right in, lets them look around, kicks a shoe under the thing so they don't see it. You know, she's on temp. She's sending him home with shit.
0: That was my favorite part of the scene. She gave one of the cops a really shitty looking stuffed squirrel that looked like crap, and he was like so grateful, and then he left because he was looking to get a squirrel stuffed. for Something.
1: <laughs> she's like, you want to look anyplace else? Goes, nah. Seen everything. Completely
0: random, ridiculous. I don't
1: need to go looking for a dead body or anything in yeah. this house.
0: We're good. No nope, cops
1: are dumb. Cops are usually dumb in Italian horror movies. I'm going to just say that. (laughs) Put that out there.
0: So the next scene is really weird. The next scene is uh, Iris cooking for her family in a room with like all these people we've never met before. I guess they thought all of a sudden at the end of the movie... We haven't introduced enough characters, so here's 20 new people you need to get to know. Right?
1: And we don't have to get to know them. The no. deal is that Iris keeps pressuring Frank to get rid of Anna. She's dead. You can't do nothing with her. Get rid of her. Yep. And he will not do it. Nope. And he's like, I'll do anything you want, but I'm not getting rid of her. So she's like, well, we'll get, we'll get married. He's yep. like, fine, but I'm not getting rid of the, the dead lady. So... Uh, Iris is pretty stoked about it, I guess, and mm-hmm. invites all of her weird friends and family over to talk about it, and it goes terribly.
0: Yeah, he... Um, she, she says, hey, we've set the date, we're getting married, and he's, he says nothing. He just walks out, goes back yeah. to Anna's room, sits yeah. down, and he looks at her and he says, um, nobody can separate us. I'll always be here. So apparently he's just in a different universe.
1: Sound bad for the dead lady. Yeah. It's not gonna change. It's
0: not gonna change. Um... So the next uh, next thing we get to, Frank is out jogging, and that private eye guy comes back to the house again to inspect the basement. Uh, he goes upstairs to look around, and um, he finds Iris passed out completely drunk, which, weird, but okay.
1: Yeah, she's, she had a rough night.
0: Rough night. Uh, he goes down to the bedroom, pulls the covers back, and is not on the bed, which is, boom, you know, it's a big reveal. She's yeah. not there, which we don't know where she went, so... Um, Uh, Iris uh, wakes up. She hears the guy uh, in the house and um, he continues to look for her. Finally, he finds Anna in a closet.
1: Yeah. She comes falling out.
0: Why would you leave? I don't know. Look, just, you can't dig too deep on this. I'm not, you just gotta let I'm not,
1: it, you know? I'm not, but Things the Things just need to happen. We gotta find our way
0: there. The guy doesn't call the cops immediately. He just takes a picture, right? Like, he just took a picture of the body He's on the ground. He's a
1: straight-up investigator. He knows that the cops ain't doing shit. Yeah.
0: he develops these pictures in his dark room next. Um, and then the next thing, we have Frank sitting with Anna Iris. Says, you have to get rid of her. And then he... he Pimp slaps Iris He the does
1: There's a little violence there A <laughs>
0: little bit of A little bit of anger there We do, we do not condone The uh, slapping of women But Iris is Not really a woman She's some kind of a Demon spawn
1: She's something
0: Um And then he looks at Anna and he says, you're the only reason I have to live. So I I keep, I wrote down a lot of these quotes because him talking to a dead person and saying all these things is, is it's, it's disturbing.
1: letting us know where he's at.
0: Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. Yep. Uh, Frank goes out to the disco bar next.
1: Yeah, that's a dope song. You should splice that in right here.
0: I will. Okay. I'm going to stop talking. We're going to splice in this tune for a second so you can hear it and go. that's a dope tune that's a dope tune <laughs> so oh shit <laughs> that is a super dope tune so uh let's see next um next when he goes and, and takes this chick from the bar right yeah she goes home with him he's like you want to go for a drive and
1: apparently takes a fucking bath
0: which well, is weird she, that was weird she did she took a, a straight up bath yeah. in his house
1: yeah she's like was it the take... same
0: bathtub with the acid You know it, girl that's what makes it extra gross. That's really, really gross. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she takes the bath, uh, which I, it was kind of, uh, kind of random taking a bath there. Got to get her naked somehow. We need to see a little more titties. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so then uh, all of a sudden, a uh, Somebody pulls up to the house and rings the doorbell yeah. And it's another woman But we have seen this woman somewhere Yeah,
1: she we saw her at the funeral This is yep. Anna's sister,
0: who is apparently her twin sister Eleanor, is that right? Eleanor, yeah, and she looks just like her <clears throat> Looks exactly like her She wants to see Frank And then Frank takes the blonde he found at the club And he's like, get the hell like, out of here Get the fuck out <laughs> I, am, I, have, I don't need your ass anymore yeah, Shit's busy <clears throat> we, got, we got stuff going on So um, he gets her out of there Uh, And then uh, Eleanor goes and waits in a room And the lights get cut off while she's in there And some ghostly voice says The following You shouldn't have come There's a curse on this house Which maybe you can talk a little bit to that
1: I think that that's Iris trying to freak her out And get her to go away Because she's a threat Iris is not trying to have somebody who looks Just like the dead lady up in here Stealing her young man away So she's trying to get rid of Old girl in a hurry
0: Yep yeah, I agree with that 100%. <clears throat> um, so the lights are out. She lights a candle, starts to look around the house, and then uh, she finds her sister Anna's body sitting in a chair. Whoa. That was a rough scene right there. And then Iris comes in with a knife and... Iris is about to shut it down. She's about to, yeah, it's about to be lights out. And then Eleanor passes out on on the floor. Um, Iris then decides to <clears throat> decide to end it right then and there. And as he goes at her... Frank stops her, and Iris stabs him instead.
1: They, and they have a little bit of a scuffle here.
0: It's 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 a, it's brutal. He, I think does he get stabbed in the in the D? He gets stabbed he, in the D. Are pretty close to it, yeah. In the lower abdomen for sure. He got stabbed in the D. If I'm not lower mistaken. torso. Yeah, uh, but he kind of bites her face off. Yes, he does. He takes a big old chunk out that face. <laughs> and she, in response, puts her fingers in his eye sockets. Yeah, and
1: rips his fucking eye and out. And
0: rips his oh, eye out. That's gross. He stabs her in the chest and she's dead. And that's the end of that struggle. Um, and that was rough, you know. That yeah. Was rough.
1: And at, they, the,
0: at the end of it. They were close. <laughs> at the end of it, there's three bodies on the floor. There's uh, Eleanor's on the floor. Yeah. Anna's body's on the floor and iris and iris is on the floor so yep. three women on the floor dead and then frank picks up eleanor and carries her out of the out of the room we we think eleanor is dead because she was on the floor and he didn't know so he he took her <clears throat> at this point the, the collector guy comes into the house he sneaks into the yard finds the doors locked uh, unlocks the door with a with a little jimmy or whatever and he finds iris dead on the floor uh he walks down he finds frank And, um, what happens there?
1: Frank's got the oven going. He's busy burning up his dead folk here. And Mm -hmm. we don't know who's burning up in there, but it looks like probably, um, Eleanor met her demise in the oven.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Uh, we think. Yeah. But, uh, next scene, the, uh, collector, uh, brings Iris to the mortuary, um, he puts her in a coffin, and this is that.
1: That's Eleanor, so. Finds Eleanor. Well, we don't know. Is it Eleanor? Is it Anna?
0: So we we think it's Eleanor, right? Because, right? She wakes up and.
1: Well, that's you're spoiling the best part. You know that's well, that's what I'm
0: saying. I don't know what's that's what's next. That's all. Well, there is. so
1: that's the the twist at the end. Yeah, there's a reason that this movie was given the title "Buried Alive," which totally steals away the excitement of the ending. But, yeah. um. We don't, We think, whoever it is, whether it's Anna or Eleanor, that she's dead. Mm-hmm. And they're getting ready to bury her. Everybody else thinks she's dead, too. Yep. And pretty much right before they put the lid on the coffin, she pops out. Yeah. You know, her eyes pop up. She's awake. She's alive. And that's the end of our movie. Yeah. That's the surprise twist at the end.
0: And so you thought that, that the, the name, name Buried Alive would have spoiled something for me. But it didn't, because I legitimately thought that... When they buried Anna at the beginning of the movie and he injected that stuff Uh with her that I thought that that was the moment that buried alive happened because that whatever he injected in her gave her some way to reanimate. I see. So when that didn't happen throughout the course of the movie, I just lost track of it. And I didn't think anything of it when they were putting her in the coffin at the end. But then she pops out of the coffin and that's the big jump scare at the end. Uh, And then the movie is over. Um, But I I very much uh, did not expect that at the end. That was a uh, that was a pretty awesome little twist right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun.
0: Yeah. So your favorite, what what was your favorite kill in this one?
1: I mean, I think if we're talking about actual kill scenes, yeah. you know, I really do enjoy the hitchhiker scene all the way through, you know, and I enjoy the autopsy piece with that, like the whole, the whole thing. Yep. That's probably the highlight for me of this movie. Oh, yeah. As that, that series of events there. So, you know, that is, the, I mean, she doesn't die in a super outrageous way, yeah. but You know, the pulling of the fingernails. It's brutal. It
0: is. And, you know, for me on this one, the the kills and then like the practical effects all together, along with the way that each body was disposed of was what really got me because, you know, you can you can have a stabbing and that's not exciting. But if you after the stabbing takes place if you dismember somebody cut their head off with a cleaver and put it into, right. a, into a bathtub of acid that was enough to bring you in so yeah
1: the disposal methods in this film were a lot more brutal than the killings yeah right? and,
0: and I gotta tell you on those practical effects I, I thought that it was some of the best I'd ever seen out of the 1970s just excellent
1: super yes I, I
0: honestly think they had human cadavers for that scene where he was cutting her up for, <laughs> That's
1: a lot of people thought that and it's really just it's camera angles the um, special effects artist on that one was Gianetto de rossi and you know they talk about how he uses the camera angles and the focus points to really make those cuts look accurate and real you know i mean yeah. pig skin is is pretty close to human skin anyways yeah. so they got that going for him but um you know just the way that it lingers on certain angles and things you know and you can see like particular angles where it looks like he's pulling guts out of her right but it's just really in it's all in the angles and they did an excellent job on that and using you know real animal intestines and and pigskin and stuff just there was
0: yeah there was some anatomical stuff in there like where he was he had to cut certain membranes and tendons to get get stuff out i thought that was very um very mash right
1: it 's not just a bunch of you know separate things piled together in a hole, yeah you know that that cutting was real. he was really separating membranes yeah. and stuff, so yeah, super good, super gross mm.
0: so if um, if I had to ask you what your favorite, not necessarily part of the movie, but your favorite thing about this movie, or what about this movie, what is the one or two things tops? that make you feel like this movie is um, is is great and that you would want to recommend this movie to somebody. Tell me, what about this movie specifically calls to you?
1: I mean, I think it's the way that the special effects are presented. Yeah. Like, I, that's a selling point for me with this film. You know, if you want to see something shocking, I mean, it really, truly does shock. And that was... The director's aim with this was to shock people. And I think he achieved that really well. And I love to share it with people because it shocks them. Yeah. Um, and I think it's all of the ways for me that it shocks with the, the special effects and the gore, with the themes, yeah. you know, with this, the cannibalism theme and yeah. the, and the uh, necrophilia and the Oedipus. weird Oedipus shit. Like yeah. all of that stuff is yeah. not super touchable. You know, in terms of like, a lot of people don't fuck with that shit in yeah. their movies.
0: Very so, taboo. Very. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. And that's why I like that. It, it just wasn't one or two. It was all of them, yeah. you know, in one movie. And, you know, we get some weird shit that goes down in this film and you just don't see that a lot. Yeah.
0: No, I, I absolutely agree. And, and that's probably, for me, the um, my favorite part of this movie, I think, was that it just keep, it kept you guessing with more and more things that you weren't expecting. You know, I mean, everybody gets a jump scare from time to time. Everybody, every, every movie has a twist. This movie had 20 of them, and, mm-hmm. and they, they came spaced out just right to keep you engaged. So that was my favorite part of this. I think if I had to pick something that maybe I didn't like about the movie, that would be difficult. Um, there were some... There were some, uh, you know, st- some stomach twisting moments in there that, you know, that's just part of the good. That's part of the good. But sometimes it,
1: Yeah it's
0: a little too stomachy, you know. Sure. Um, but and,
1: and this was a, a movie that had a tone that didn't necessarily draw you in in the first few minutes. That's, that's you know? accurate. And it won you over. So, yeah you know, that's, that says something.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I think that some of the camera angles, some of the cinematography was really, uh, fascinating. And there was a couple of just quick, quick shots where you would have an angle that would just catch you. It was just there for two or three seconds and then Mm -hmm. they would switch to something else. And, you know, those get stuck in your head, like, you know, like Polaroid pictures, but, uh, but I really enjoyed that. And then, um, you know, that, that was that was a good that was it was a really good movie, so I I'm glad that you recommended it
1: for sure. Well, and I'm glad we got to watch it together. Funny story about that, this YouTube version that we're pulling our clips from and using, it cuts off with about ten minutes of the movie left. Oh the surprise God. twist ending. So I had to go home and video chat you, yeah. <laughs> in front of my TV, yep. to give you the last ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, had the video
0: chat. She was just she had the camera pointed at the TV, so I could watch the end of the movie. So, <clears throat> yeah. So I don't have. We don't have. We can't recommend a a link for you to watch this movie at right now, unfortunately, because the one on YouTube, the one that we're using for reference, is not complete. So,
1: yeah, I think maybe we should look into whether or not this is streaming anywhere yeah i know my blu-ray was purchased from severin i don't know if it's still available on their website but if it is we can put links in the description for all of that stuff yeah you know once we find out how to see this movie but it might even be on tubi which is a great place to look for you know obscure horror movies and stuff tubi tv
0: for sure um very cool well um yeah, so I I would recommend this movie. I would recommend this movie to anybody, you know.
1: To anybody, really. See, yep. I don't know if I'd recommend it to anyone, but I do recommend it to all my horror fan friends, like people that I know are going to be able to stomach it and be into it.
0: What if somebody was asking me for a horror movie to watch? This would be one. Or I would say, if you're looking for a, um, you know, an interesting foreign film that. Um, takes takes certain gore elements to the next level, and this is one I would recommend for sure.
1: What does it say in the trailer if you enjoy the disturbing, <laughs> what is it? I forget. Yeah, I
0: forgot too, but I, I definitely remember what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> the disturbing feelings or emotions. If you enjoy the violent emotions.
0: <laughs>
1: so when I think about that, my friends that enjoy the violent emotions, I would recommend. And I have in my notes, treasure, treasure. And I said, best treasure.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. It's
1: my best treasure. <clears throat> one of my favorites.
0: I'm very glad that uh, you recommended it. So next, um, next podcast, I think we're going to be uh, talking about um, our introduction to horror as younger uh, people, right?
1: Yeah, give a little backstory for us, our origin stories.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we have one of those coming up. Um, well, what else we got coming up? What else do we have that we're thinking about uh, chatting about?
1: We did record uh, an episode about our top kills in all oh. of horror movies. So
0: yeah, the kills one. So yeah, so we might uh, we might have that one next. We don't know. we'll uh, but we definitely will have another one coming out next week um, to give you guys something a little uh, little the little fun to chew something on. Something to chew on. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So I guess, uh, yeah, that's about all I've got. Are you have anything else you want to close with, Katie? Um, You know, just go try
1: to see this movie, I think. Um, It it is my favorite treasure, so I want to share it with everybody and see what you all think. And I'm just grateful that I got to share it with you.
0: I am also glad for that. So for uh, the VHS Vault, I am Owen Brand.
1: And I'm Katie Cadaver.
0: And thank you for stopping by, and we'll see you next time. Bye. We've got wood and stakes for all the vampires. And you can melt those zombies with salt. We've got silver bullets for the wolves. We've got it all down in the vault.